Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Dave O'Brien from 99.5 The Mountain. The Boomtown Rats are back with a brand new album called Citizens of Boomtown. Their first in 36 years. First song from it is called Trash Glam Baby. The leader of the Boomtown Rats, Bob Geldof, joining us on the phone right now. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Yeah, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. I have to tell you, I went to high school in the early 1980s, and the cool kids in school listened to the police and you too, and the really cool kids listened to the Ramones and the Boomtown Rats. So that's you and your mate, really? Well, I tried to be one of the cool kids. Uh, One of my friends turned me on to you guys, and something about your message, something about your music really spoke to me at that age. Great. Uh, it happened to me, too. You know, um, my generation was turned on by other reprobates like, you know, the Rolling Stones, who were considered foul and ugly and unlistenable, too. And Bob Dylan, who was just considered beyond the pale in the unspeakable things he was saying. So, you know, uh, interesting you should say the Ramones, because obviously we all started at the same time, but we both. Uh, couldn't find really, they couldn't find an audience in the US and we had a limited audience, Ireland being a small place so we both arrived in London where a band called the Sex Pistols and the Clash had started but they were sort of cliquey so us and the Ramones and the Talking Heads we just kind of grouped together and played in schools, high schools in the afternoon at about 4 o'clock <laughs> kids were sort of picking their noses and wearing Bay City roller outfits you know and they hadn't a clue what was happening but um you make a record and it ends up uh, with some kid in a school in Denver and he goes, yeah, this is the way I'm going to go. And you don't count on that. You're just expressing your own rage. And there's a kid in a school in Denver who just says, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And, you know, I think we all go through that angry young man phase, and that was my angry young man phase, that I have to admit I have progressed a little bit out of as I've gotten older and more suburban. But hold on, Dave. Let me take you up. You cannot be, you cannot be at ease with yourself or the world and the fools that we've elected everywhere right now. Surely the failure of yours and my generation makes you angry anew and makes you want to do and say things and express things Fresh. But it can be exhausting at my age to try to keep that up sometimes. How have you kept that flame alive? Because the world is not immutable. It's plastic. It, it can be um, shifted. It can be changed in the direction you want it to be. Um, sometimes that looks impossible, but it's actually not. Uh, the, the problem is that um, because uh, the social media of, our, of yours and my time was rock and roll itself. That's, that's how we expressed our ideas. It was the record store. You literally went there and went through the vinyl, and that's where you got your messaging. Exactly, uh, and through the bands themselves. I mean, and it doesn't have to be specific. I mean, Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones is perfect. It's a perfect pop song. You know, what's it about? Who cares, dude? You know, I just sing that. It's exactly like Wop, Bop, a Lop, Bop, a Lop, Bam, Boom by Little Richard. What does it mean? It means everything. You know, and uh, that still can work, but lesser so, because that age is over. Now those ideas come translated through 
uh, the web. The problem with that is that the web tends to isolate you rather than create communities. They're false communities. The web will take you to people of the same opinion, of the same musical choice. It will get a machine, an algorithm that finds those things that keep you isolated in one idea. Whereas music is very broad, it's very democratic. And uh, for me, I'm lucky. Um, you can't really express your personal opinion because you're speaking to an audience of many opinions, but I don't care. I'm in a band. And that rage, uh, that anger needs to be focused again. In my view, I certainly need to express it. You know, Bono was a kid who used to come to see the Boomtown Rats, and he called it the glorious noise of the Boomtown Rats. And I needed to hear that again, just for me. And um, and so we made Ma'am the Citizens of Boomtown album, and I, I do think it's a it's a beautiful racket. It's a stew of oh rage refreshed and trash glam baby. The first single off of the Boomtown Rats' new album, Citizens of Boomtown. And we're talking about Geldof. The very first song takes me right on back to the early 1980s. You have recaptured the sound that defined you. Yeah, I mean, in my head, if if you know, trying to talk to the guys, like, what's the noise of this? And I said, it's uh, the New York Dolls meets early Roxy music meets Mott the Hoople. And they kind of looked at me and said, okay, you know. (laughs) Go. (laughs) Go. (laughs) And, you know, we we approximated something like that. And again, you know, to to go back to to your key point, about do you lose that? Do you, do, do you lose the ability to see with the fresh eyes of someone of 16 um, the reality of your coming world and your actual world? And by pure coincidence, I walked into a charity shop one day in London looking for some cool, cheap shirts. And as I was in there, this kid walked in. She was at 15, 16, and she was amazing, you know, in, in the face of Brexit and you know, this, you know, this throwing up of walls and bridges between people. Um, she had decided that she would be a theatre of the self, an almost rejection of what people had come to accept as the norm, and she looked amazing, as ever, in rock culture. And um, she, she wasn't beautiful, but she was beautiful, and she was, as I say, a sort of sequent tramp, uh, uh, like a, a, a living glitter ball. And she was talking to her friend, who worked behind the counter, and they were saying, you know, it's another crap Saturday, and they had no money, and the boys were rubbish. And, you know, anyway, what happened to that feather boa that she had in last week because she was thinking of getting it, and would she trade it for, you know, one of her blouses? And I just thought, that's it. (laughs) Cool. I hope you see her at one of your shows. You're doing a tour of the U.K. Any chance you're going to come to the United States for a tour? Yeah, um, they talk about it. I don't know if anyone's interested. You know, uh, I don't say that out of self-pity. It's just the logic of uh, the business we're in. You know, music today, there's some great songs, there's some great tunes, but they're all about sort of craft, ability, and talent. And as I have none of that, I only have an attitude. (laughs) Um, uh, And that's what you get. Uh, but I think we need the attitude. I don't know what the odd if, if there's you know people want to come and see um, uh, an outfit like the Boomtown Rats because it's kind of wild. I think you'd be surprised. There's a lot of us former angry young men who are now suburban dads who probably wouldn't mind tapping back into some of that energy. Bob Geldof of the Boomtown Rats, brand new album called Citizens of Boomtown, their first in 36 years. There's also a book and a documentary, and I wish we had a lot more time. I'm going to end on one other uh, note, though, that I want to take you back to the 80s, July 13th, 1985. I had just graduated high school. My friend and I were on a road trip. 
And as we drove across America, we were tuning into each radio station that was carrying the live broadcast of Live Aid, and I never felt more a part of the world, a citizen of the larger community than that day. Oh, that's great. That's a great memory. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, know, here am I. I'm, I'm... Talking to trying to sell a record, so instead of being, being a citizen of the community, you'd be a citizen of Boomtown. <laughs> You've done enough charitable work. Go ahead and sell your records. Uh, do it. You're supposed to do it for me. I'm supposed to be indifferent. I'm <laughs> not really interested in that. <laughs> Bob Geldof, great to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. Cheers, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.